everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, from the Toronto Raptors 114-106 win against the Portland Trailblazers, and this game was certainly fun to watch. It seems like every game on this road trip has been pretty exciting. You know, the Lakers game was definitely the best one of the season. The Clippers game, all up until the last five minutes, it's it was, you know, neck and neck, and the Raptors are playing strong, and tonight... The, the Raptors showed up. They had a ter- tough first quarter, but the rest of the way really handled the Blazers. And the first person we got to talk about is Pascal Siakam. 36 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 15 and 28 from the field, 4-7 from the 3-point line. And he's been struggling with this jumper a little bit as of the last couple games, but... That certainly wasn't the case tonight. He did have a couple short, but most of them, they were fluid. He was hitting shots over contested mid-rangers, dribble pull-up threes, and including all the spin shots and shots in the lane he always gets, but... It was just remarkable. It's remarkable to think about how much this man has improved, his jumper especially, his shot-creating ability, because most of his outside shots last season came from kickouts, and people kind of leaving him around the three-point line thinking he can't shoot. Now they have one and two defenders on him, and he's shooting it over players, and it's great to see. But the area that I've been most intrigued with with Pascal Siakam is if he could be that superstar-type player that the Raptors will need if we want to go deep into the playoffs. And that's not just a player that can get you buckets, create shots, and... B, be a number, A1 scoring option, like we've seen DeMar DeRozan and different players throughout the league do in the past. The, but the true superstars that give playoff success are guys that, when the other team is going on a run, when the Raptors need a bucket, their flow, free-flowing offense is kind of stuttered a little bit, then the superstars get you the buckets when those matters, those timely points. And we brought the, the, this up a lot after the Clippers game, and we brought it up specifically in the Celtics and the Bucks losses. But Pascal Siakam, he's been able to show it at times this season, and tonight, he really did it against a strong opponent. I know the Blazers don't really have a great record right now, they're 4-8 and eight after tonight, but they're, they're a strong team. I'm considering them a good basketball team, and tonight against a strong you know, Western Conference finalist, Pascal Siakam, when the Raptors needed points, he gave it to them. It wasn't just points that, that came when the game was already flowing or within an offense. Pascal Siakam got us some buckets that were really needed for this team, and that's that was a huge momentum boost for this roster. So I was really intrigued, especially in the second half with Pascal Siakam's performance, but not to get too ahead of ourselves. Coming into the season, we said our number one option would probably be Pascal, and our number two, our 1A option would be Fred Van Vliet. And yes, Fred Van Vliet, he's been known to be a little bit inconsistent over his time. I know we call him Steady Freddy when he was on the bench mob, but the last two seasons, he's had ups and downs with his performances and tonight was certainly one of those highs one of those ups and you know 30 points for Fred Van Vliet he had seven assists four rebounds two turnovers which is great considering he played 40 minutes and had the ball in his hands for a lot of those times but the the most intriguing thing about this this game for Fred was his field goal percentage 10 10 of 16 from the field four six from the three-point line and that's the thing about Fred he's been having an amazing season with his added role this year being a starter being a consistent starter but the issue has been on certain nights that Fred struggles to score underneath the rim and Fred he gets in the lane at will because he has that tight handle, those double crosses. He gets around the first defender at all times, but sometimes we see him just go in and throw up a shot into a bigger defender and get blocked or try and get it up quickly to avoid that help side defense and just bang it off the backboard, the bottom of the rim. And it's tough because usually the finishing is the easier part and the the sweet handles and the, the crossing people up and getting in the lane is the difficult side. But tonight, Fred was doing a good job at finishing inside the lane and that gets his game going even more because when, when you make a few layups, you're feeling better on the jumpers. That's just how anyone that's played basketball, when you're hitting shots, everything else feels better. So I'm going to reiterate this as I have on multiple pauses here. Fred's making good decisions with his takes around the rim. His game is 
even that much better on top of all the the floor generaling duties he has and the his ability to pass and ability to hit open threes everything just gets amplified when fred's making layups and tonight we saw it just all come late into a, a a 30 point performance shout out to fred van vliet big big game from him and yeah, those were the two main guys in our starting unit. Marcus Gasol also had himself a pretty solid game tonight. Uh, nine points, five rebounds, five assists, but his impact was felt. Three, three of his shots, he was three of ten from the field. He missed some easy ones, which we'd like to see more of Marcus Gasol, you know, being a bit more aggressive and knocking down his shots inside the paint. But he hit three major, major threes, and when you're Stretch five is hitting, knocking down his shots. It helps the the team's offense and everything flow more smoothly. I'd like to see him more confident in letting those shots fly. With that said, his biggest impact definitely came on the defensive end. He did a really good job. Hassan Whiteside started the game pretty hot, but as the game went along, Marcus Hall really shut him down. Uh, he dealt with McSall dealt with a bit of foul trouble tonight. He had five personal fouls, but had four blocks, especially someone that came at the end in the the second half, which was really whenever you get a block shot, it's a momentum booster. And Gasol, even though he's a great positional defender, was once a defensive player of the year, doesn't always get the the highest amount of blocks. Usually leaves that for Boucher and Ibaka. But I guess he saw Montrez Hero sliding into the the Instagram comments of of Slim Duck Boucher. So so Gasol's trying to trying to get some people to add him on Instagram as well, trying to get some blocks tonight. So shout Gasol. The the two players we really have to talk about tonight, though, off the bench for the Toronto Raptors, Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Terrence Davis. Uh, Boucher came in. He I think he played solo. He played better than his box score would indicate. Two points, seven rebounds. Good positioning from him. But uh, Stanley Johnson and Matt Thomas also got some run too. But the main guys that were great. I just said it. Rondé Hollis Jefferson and Terrence Davis. Rondé was 16 points, 11 rebounds, and. The box score doesn't even indicate his impact on this game. 6 of 8 from the field, super efficient. We brought up how he played an amazing game against the Clippers, but he just had struggled kind of finishing around the rim a little bit. Had no struggles finishing tonight. Got all Finished all of his points down the lane, and it felt like it was really, really exciting to see him get some buckets like that. But as we've seen, Nick Nurse called him out at the beginning of the year. We... Raptors fans are a bit skeptical on whether Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, we know he's a tremendous athlete from his time in Brooklyn, we know he can finish inside the three-point arc, but could he defend? Could he be energized, ready to go, use that athleticism to defend at a high level every night? And since he's gotten his opportunity, after being called out by Nick Nurse, having some injuries at the start of the year, not getting much run, he has ran with it and played all out 100% on defense, all out 100% on rebounding. I know some people are calling him Dennis Rodman of the Raptors right now because he his energy. It's infectious. It's, it's remarkable just watching him play his on-ball hounding defense, hustling for every rebound. He's cutting well, and that's so valuable for a team when you're running an offense as free-flowing as the Toronto Raptors is because the defense is moving so much, uh, or the opponent's defense when the Raptors are on offense, that when he, if he makes a hard cut, Gasol, Fred, even Siakam in the post, he's gotten better at passing, can just hit them because the defense always is distracted by either the ball moving or the, the black holes we have on offense in terms of dragging defensives in like Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet have been when, they, when they're playing at a high level. So Rondé's just been feeding off that with his cutting and when, when that help is always there as well, focusing on Siakam and Fred, the the shots that they miss, there's not a lot of rebounders around. And Rondé's seen that. He's getting to every loose ball, it feels like. I've been so impressed with what I've seen from Rondé. If he continues this effort, if he continues this energy that, that he's providing on the court, regardless if he's making layups or not, he's going to be playing in this Toronto Raptors rotation, regardless of who's in front of him. Whether We know OG's been remarkable this season, been our best defender, been a knockdown three-point shooter, and 
does does the thing Ronde does with with a little bit of a better jump shot and finishing around the rim, especially above the rim. But that energy is going to keep him on the court, and it's going to push OG to be even better this season because those minutes are at the wing position. Those three four minutes are going to be they're going to be in full demand. The way Boucher's been able to score the ball, Ronde's been playing off the bench with energy. Siakam's obviously not going to play less than forty minutes a night. It feels like, and then OG with his remarkable ability on ball defense. Then Serge Ibaka is going to be coming back, so Boucher will have to slide down to the four a bit more. It's going to be really interesting to see what Nick Durst does. But before we get too ahead of ourselves and swing into the segments, Terrence Davis, this we we brought it up, said he was going to be the diamond in the rough for the Toronto Raptors this season, and he has not disappointed in any run that he's had. It, it seemed like the first few games with the Raptors, he didn't want to over overuse himself in the offense the kind of the the thing we've seen Norman Powell do occasionally when he wasn't getting proper minutes and any most young players that get minimal opportunity so to speak aren't consistent rotation players they usually come out and say hey I'm going to show what I can do, especially when your guy is talented as Terrence Davis is. Most of the time they come out and they're thinking, okay, I haven't touched shot a shot this game. This possession, I'm going to force one up. I'm going to show that I have a I have a three-point shot in my game. I'm able to dunk on people. But Terrence didn't really do that in his first few games of the season. said, hey, I'm going to play within the offense. Things are rolling for this Toronto Raptors team right now. We don't really need much more scoring with the, ability, the way Lowry, Fred, Siakam, all these guys are cooking. I'm just going to play within my role and not do too much. And Nick Nurse loved that. He's playing on ball defense. He's being a positive out there on the court. Tonight, he had the highest plus minus of the game by far, plus 19 for this game. The next highest was Rondé at plus 10. But Terrence, he did that, showed he would never be a negative on the court. But now that he's more comfortable and feels more integrated into the offense, he's firing up some more shots. And his three-point shot's a lot better than I expected. He went three for six on the three-point line tonight, 15 points, six rebounds, one assist. And, you know, we brought up how his on-ball defense is hounding. He looks like a young Drew Holiday out there when he's guarding on-ball. But but his jumper's a lot further along than I, than I expected. His athleticism and finishing around the rim, he really gets there quickly because we knew he was a remarkable athlete. And there's a lot of players like that. You could look at even some scrubs, like Ben McLemore or someone, even, you know, I'm not calling T. Ross a scrub, but he's a super athlete, but a lot of these guys, just because you're athletic, you're not that capable of getting to the rim and, you know, getting the easy shots that that you want to take that athletes should be able to do in theory, but Terrence Davis has that kind of knack for using his athleticism, using his quick first step, he has a tighter handle than most undrafted guards would have coming into the league, and he gets to the rim and he finishes, and that's such a skill to have for such a young player to play within yourself, not do what Fred Van Vliet does sometimes and go in and force it off the backboard immediately or, you know, I'm not saying Fred is a poor finisher at all, but occasionally we see that from Fred and that's where my one issue has been with him this season. So far, we haven't seen that from Terrence. I'm not saying he's a better finisher or anything like that than than Fred, but the pace of play, the, the consistency we've seen out of Terrence, I'm very intrigued with what he's going to be going forward, and he looks better and better every time he's out there. So keep increasing that confidence, and we're going to swing it straight into the segments. Tonight, the spicy P-Lay of the day. It's going to Fred Van Vliet and Rondé Hollis-Jefferson. Fred, he's getting in the lane at will, as I mentioned earlier, finishing. But this one of these possessions, he came in, threw a beautiful dump off to Rondé, who came came down for the remarkable in-traffic and one left-handed slam. We know, we know sometimes, at least in the last couple games, he's missed a few of them around the rim, so he, he said he wasn't missing this one. Yam that thing down, was ready to rock. I've been so, so impressed with what I've seen from him, and hopefully that continues going forward. But not all plays can be the spicy P-Lay of the day, and some just make you say, oh, jeez. And tonight, the OGs oh, play of the day. It's going to Kyle Lowry on the bench of the Toronto Raptors. A shout-out to 
Evelyn92, I pr guess how to pronounce on Reddit. I stole this video from you off Reddit because I didn't screen capture one myself, so shout out to you. But Kyle Lowry, he... <laughs> He was on the bench. I believe he was referring to a ref. It wasn't super clear from at least what I caught from it, but he, he said, <laughs> I guess he was saying you're high to ref. I'm throwing the clip up on the screen, so definitely check that out. I apologize for all the podcast listeners that, you know, the people listen to us on Apple Music, Spotify. You don't get to see it, but shout out Kyle for backing the guys or at least chirping for the bench, not getting any teased tonight. But finally, the infamous, the one and only Damari Carroll Gold Star Award. It's going to tonight. Unfortunately, it's going to my guy, Norman Powell. Norm, I got, I've been backing you since the start. I'm still on Norm Island. I know a lot of people have kind of flown off it a little bit. But Norm's a guy that has the intangibles to be a great player. I sound like a broken record on the podcast. Uh, backing up for Norm. But tonight, 0 of 6 from the field. Only 2 points in 27 minutes. I know the Raptors, I guess actually, we, we could have used a lot of scoring. Especially in the first half. The first three quarters. And unfortunately with Norm... His shots aren't going down. He's getting to the rim, and he's not really finishing around the rim. He's kind of forcing a few up. His He's not being a negative out there. He's not to the point where you can't play him as his defense is it's great. Norman Powell is a great defender, and that's one positive for his game that will always get him minutes with this Toronto Raptors team or whatever team he's on in the NBA. He's a phenomenal defender. But as a guy that we have expectations for, we there's talk that he might be starting over Fred Van Fleet this offseason, and you know, there there's people like me who back him and kind of say that when he comes off the bench, he's not super confident, not knowing his role. But this year, he knows he has a that six-man role with this Toronto Raptors team or seventh man when Serge Ibaka's in the lineup. And now for the past couple games, he's known he's going to be the starter. And yes, I know he has had some bigger nights in terms of scoring. I believe he had 15 the other night against the Clippers. But even on those big nights, there are a lot of plays that are just head-scratching from him from what he's been doing as of late, you know, whether it be silly fouls, silly drives, really long threes after he's never really hit one. It's like not heat check shots, but shots to get you in a rhythm, but they're they're deep ones. I think Norman Powell's just got to play a bit more within himself. Take a take a page out of Terrence Davis's book, you know, because I, I believe right now Norman Powell's more talented than Terrence Davis, especially with his length and all that sort of stuff. But Norm, we've seen when he's confident, he can be a remarkable player. We've seen it like the Eastern Conference Finals last year. He saved us. He had a lot of 20-point performances on a stage that a lot of these guys in the NBA have never played on. You know, the Eastern Conference Finals in a in an actually tight series, not just a, a barn burner where you're playing against Golden State or, or LeBron and your team isn't upmatched. He, in an important series, he had multiple big games for this team. It's because he played confident. It's because he knew his role. He knew what he had to do. And he wasn't forcing his game. At least it didn't look like he was forcing his game. I don't know what the answer is for Norman Powell to kind of get that swagger, get that confidence where it doesn't look like every shot he's taking. It's just because he's he's trying to get himself out of a bad rhythm. Don't know what Nick Nurse has to do to get him in that position. You know, my one of my theories was that he just has to be a starter, but it, it hasn't really shown the past couple games. But I love Norman Powell, and I think, and he's even shown flashes of being better this season, but that consistency is key. And until he gets that, he's going to be kind of regarded as not a guy you can rely upon for this Toronto Raptors team and unfortunately for him he's gonna lose his spot to a guy like Terrence Davis and I'd hate to say that especially with what Norm has done for this team in the past he's had some of the biggest moments in Raptors history to be honest that uh, Indiana Pacers dunk that Milwaukee Bucks series where he shot like 90% from the three-point line the the Milwaukee Bucks Eastern Conference final series where you know, he's a big reason we got past that remarkable Bucks team 
So it's kind of crazy to think that he might lose his spot to a, an undrafted shooting guard. Once again, you know, he, he doesn't have the consistency where he's keeping his spots. You know, he's lost it to DeLon Wright, lost it to T. Ross, lost it to OG when he was supposed to be our starting three. So that's one uh, another one of my Norman Powell rants. I'm hoping, I'm hoping consistency comes because he's a great defender. He can always be on the court. But if he could even consistently be counted on, relied upon to get you 10, 12 points a night, I'm not talking 20 to be a superstar. If he can consistently get you 10 to 12 points a night on efficient shooting, he, he's going to be a perfect player for this Toronto Raptors team. Anyways, that's enough of that. I, the Raptors had such a fun game. I love this team. Rondé, Fred, Siakam, Chris Boucher. Chris, <laughs> I made a, made a poll on Instagram the other day. Who's the best uh, Toronto Raptor? Chris. Is it Chris Bosh or Chris Boucher? They both got the, the same hairstyle now. So hopefully it seems like Chris Boucher is stealing some of that Chris Bosh talent as well. I don't know. I, I'm super stoked about this roster. Let me know what you guys think. You're the best to make it this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. I'm uh, it's super late here. Been in the library all day, so I apologize if this is a bit un- incoherent. But the the Toronto Raptors always put a smile on your face when you're going to sleep. So hopefully we'll keep it up. We got the next one versus the Mavs. I hope Luka Doncic is just ready for some hounding defense from Rondé Hollis Jefferson. Anyways, I'm signing out. Cheers.